0: Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Be connected to God. That's very important. And we, we uh, talked about it extensively. We gave you uh, some ways in which we thought that you could uh, be connected to God. We gave you seven uh, uh, ways that, that uh, you could develop intimacy. Uh, so it, it was great. This week, we want to go a little further. We want to talk about being connected to the body. Body ministry. Body ministry. Being connected is important. And I didn't talk a lot about it last week uh, because each week we'll be talking about being connected to a part of the vision. But being connected to God, some people think God is off. They think God is distant. Matter of fact, Years ago, I was discipling a young man, working with a, a young man, and and uh, they said that, well, he's not so young. He, he was about, about I mean, this, uh, fifth, this is probably, and he says that it seems to him that God is a fall fo- of God, that God just saved us, died for us, and then went to heaven and doing nothing but watching us and, 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 and kind of... Uh, snickering and, and grinning at us, or how we're just uh, messing around and not being able to fulfill the purpose, just watching us and doing nothing about the things that's happened in our life. And I couldn't believe that he was saying that, but he believed that. I was trying to show him through scripture that, that God is not a distant God. And sometimes we don't want to be connected to him because we think that he's distant. God is not distant. God is with us, Emmanuel. He wants to be your everything, as we were singing. So when we said being connected to the body, it can be the same way. We want to be a part of the body, but not to be connected to the body. Meaning that in our society today, Uh, we are a little bit bit different than what it used to be when I was growing up. Because when I was growing up, uh, when they were uh, building houses and and things like that, they had front porches. At least I know where I grew up in, we had a front porch. And you sit on the front porch and you walk, you you know, people uh, went visiting one another. They they, they walked past the the front porch. I couldn't do anything as as a little fellow growing up Without my neighbors seeing it, and, and I wouldn't dare do anything because by the time I got home, uh, somebody told my, uh, I call her grandma, but it's my aunt, uh, that what had happened. And matter of fact, they would get on my case because everybody at that community, they took it upon themselves to help one another to bring up the community the children. But everybody was on the front porch. Well, now we build houses. We don't want front porches. We want decks. We want, you know, a screen in back porch and anything. We don't want to be seen. We don't want to see anybody. You know, we can pull in the garage or pull in the carport or pull in the driveway, go in the house, close the door, and that's it. Particularly in the wintertime. But in the summertime, you have to sometimes see your neighbors because you might have to do some yard work, and but you don't know the last name. I, I can I can really think of the people to my right, the people to my left as I look out my front door. I don't know the people to my left uh, last name. Uh, matter of fact, I don't know their first names. <laughs> To the right, uh, to, to my right, I know their, their first name. I know them. Um, matter of fact, they visited the church once, so I know them. I know the person across the street because I taught their kids when they were little. Those, that's the only ones I know. Directly across the street and to my right, and I speak to the ones to my left, uh, but I don't know the, the owners of the house. That's directly and I, I'm, I've been there for 18 years. That's sad, isn't it? That's sad. But that's that's society today. We, we don't. Matter of fact, I don't want to necessarily see them, right? You know, right? When we really, really get down to it, we're busy. We can do that same thing in the church. We can come to church. And we know we're part of the body, but I really don't want to be, really get connected. I don't, I don't want to know you intimately. I don't want to know you. Uh, I will speak to you and say hello. You know, how you doing? You know, and then keep going. How you doing? Fine. You know, how you doing? Fine. Okay, keep going. Uh, don't want to, don't, don't, slow me down. You know, I just want to come in, sit down, and, and, uh, worst pay my religious duty, right? And then uh, when service is over, we'll. Gone. Don't have a don't have a, a greeting time too long because I might have to get up and say something. or Somebody gonna say something to me. You put me in an awkward spot. Uh, let's just go on with the service. All right. Don't want to be connected. Well, God didn't make it that way. We're gonna talk about body ministry, being connected to God. Let's look in. We're going to stay in one particular area, Ephesians chapter 4. Let's go to verses 8 through 16. Now it says, therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives, and he gave gifts unto men. Now speaking of, like verse seven says, But to each one to us, grace is given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore it says. Now it says in verse nine, now this expression, he ascended, speaking of Jesus. What does it mean except that he also had descended into the lower parts of the earth? Verse 10 He who descended is himself, also he who ascended far above all the heavens, so that he might be he might feel all things. Now that's, that's just like a, a parenthesis. And it is in some Bibles just a parenthesis, verse 9, verse 10. So it really is he gave gifts unto men. Then skip down to verse 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers for the equipment of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we're all attended to the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. Let's stop there. Now I want to highlight verses 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16 today. And we'll refer back to verse 11. Now the five-fold ministry, and some say the four-fold ministry, which is the apostles. And apostles, generally, they are the foundation ministries. Um, and they will, they, they, they start churches. They, they do things like that. They, they, they come in like my mentor is apostolic. So like he's, uh, I think he's around 74, 75, somewhere. But he's, he start, he, he's already started another church. Uh, he started Manor Church and Desiree that', that, that was here that's here now. Uh, she's from Randy Thornton's church and Randy Thornton uh, is from the beginning of where my mentor uh, was had a college called Manor College because he had Manor Church and he wanted to teach young men uh, to be pastors and Randy was sent out to Southern Pines, which is a little bit um close to. To Fever, but not too close. About I don't know, maybe uh, I know they have a Sam's Club in Fever, not in Southern Pine. So that means they have to drive to (laughs) Fever to go to to Sam's Club, but it's close enough to do that. Uh, But Randy was one of the people that Jerry was mentoring, and he started his church in Southern Pine. That's where she's from. So that's what apostolic people do. They, They start start works like that. Then you have the prophetic ministry. They'll come in, and Clem Ferris has been here. They, 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 they are seers. Ben Goodman has been here. They are seers. And they help see uh, the apostolic ministers to see what are some of the missing parts, how to put this thing together. They are seers, um, and then help you to develop truth a little bit further. And then you have the evangelical work, evangelists, and they, uh, of course, uh, they, they're going to go out and evangelize and tell people to, the, the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You have the uh, pastoral ministry, and that's like the shepherding ministry. They're going to help the sheep to, uh, to eat the right things and all those type of things as far as the truth is concerned. And you have the teacher, and the teacher does the same thing. Some people put them together, pastor, teacher, and some people separate them because some, some people are great teachers. They love to teach, uh, but they're not that good at a pastor. They don't like to uh, get... Nasty with the sheep, okay? So the you know the, the you just have to because sheep I mean you know sheep been there they're sheep 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 you know. So so I like I, I like sheep. I like to be around the sheep uh, and some people, but I also like to teach. So that's the fivefold ministry. But all of that ministry, that fivefold, they are for equipping the saints for. Works of service. Now listen what it says: to the building up, the King James might have said it might have edifying, of the body of Christ. The body of Christ. They are the of saints. Who are the saints? Okay, all of us. If you're born again, you are a come on saint. Okay. If you are born again, you are in the body of Christ. So it says that equipping, let's change the words a little bit, the body of Christ, which are the saints, for the building up of the body of Christ. You see what it's saying now? The fivefold ministry equips the saints, equips the body to build the body of Christ up. That's what we're supposed to be doing, building the body of Christ up. Let's go a little further. Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God. Now, we, we taught on that in, a, in another message uh, when we were on, I think, detox or something like that. But let, let's just let's, let's go to the next part. To a mature man. Now, I want to go back to verse 12 and then skip down to verse 13. The fivefold ministry, verse 11, is to equip the saints to build up the body of Christ to, the, to a mature man. To a mature man. It's not talking about you being mature as an individual. It's not talking about me being mature as an individual. It's talking about us corporately. It's talking about the whole body of Christ all over the world developing into a mature man. But just because we are not all together all the time, we're in separate cities, separate states, separate no you know, countries, we are in separate houses. So this particular house, this expression of the body of Christ, this piece of the puzzle, still is supposed to be doing the same thing. We are supposed to be being built up so we all can be able to be a mature person, mature man. It says, to the measure of the stature of, which belongs to the fullness of Christ. So it's like that. If you take a measuring tape and you measure the, 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 the statue of Christ, we're supposed to be developing to that mature man, to to so so we can so we can come into the fullness of what Christ is. Now let's think. You know, Christ is already mature, right? We know He's the head. And so if you think of a, if we think our life is he with Christ in God, so we are already in Christ. How can we develop into a mature person? All of us as a, as a, a, a body is supposed to be built up into the full measure of Christ. Body ministry. Body ministry. How is this going to happen? It, it can, it, it's kind of, it, you can't get a handle around some of what he's talking about because we can, we can, we can think seriously about each of us being mature because when you have the, the children went out, we, 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 can, we, we can easily think about, well, they're going to mature as time going on and we're trying to mature our teenagers and, and, uh, so they can be young men and women of God. Well, God is trying to mature all of us as a body to be mature just like Christ. And how does that happen? We want to look at this scripture and see how is that going to happen because we're talking about body ministry. We're talking about being connected to the body because I, I really believe that some people don't realize how important it is to be a part of the body and be connected to the body. And Because if you're not, once we, once we go through this, you're going to see that we cannot miss this. We have to have it. It says here, as a result of this happening, as a result of the fivefold ministry, as a result of them equipping the saints, for the saints to be a mature person in Christ, to the fullness of Christ, what will happen is that we will, as a body, no longer, it says in verse 14, be children, tossed to and fro by the waves and carried away by every wind of doctrine. Because, see, the fivefold men is supposed to be teaching you doctrine. By the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. And we could stop and we could talk about all the things that happen sometimes in our society that sometimes we as a body sometimes get tricked and we kind of get uh, fooled by what people say and how they look on the outside and things like that. Uh, and there's going to be a time when, if it were not for God, we all would be probably deceived. Because there's going to be a, come a time where people are going to be falling behind the Antichrist. They're going to be falling behind uh, the beast just because he does signs and wonders and things. We'll, oh, he, and he says, well, I'm God. Well, no, you're not God. How can we not be fooled as a body of Christ? Because we have been equipped, and the body is building the body up till we all grow into the full measure of the stature of Christ, and so we're not tossed to it from. We're like oak trees. We, 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 we. Our roots go deep. I don't care what kind of wind or doctrine. I don't care what kind of waves come along. I don't care what it is. You know, uh, uh, we might sway a little bit, but we're going. We're not going anywhere. See, some trees, any kind of high winds come up, the thing plop over, you yeah? know? And you look at, you look at the tree, say, man, that's a big tree, but look at the roots of this thing. Have y'all ever seen a tree topped over? And, and, and you see, you say, man, it doesn't have any deep roots. Well, see, we want to be rooted and grounded to such a degree that we can't be shaken. Can't be shaken. But it's gotta be because we want to receive the ministry of the fivefold ministry that God gave, gives them to men, so that we can be equipped so that we can build up each other so that we won't be swayed. But we got we, we have to love the truth though. We have to we have to want the doctrine. Let's go further. But now, see, we, let's go back just a little bit. We said that as a result of this, us being full in the fullness of Christ, as a result, we won't be any longer tossed to and fro. Verse 15. But now, if, you, if you're not swayed and you're not topped over, you're not blown down by every wind of doctrine. It says, but. So, but what? But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects unto him. Now, it's telling us again, I want you to be in the fullness of the stature of Jesus Christ. Then it tells you, speak the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects unto him. So now, how do we grow up in him then? How do we grow up in him? Listen to what it says. Speak the truth in love. That's what we're doing. But speaking the truth in love, we ought to grow up in all aspects into him. How do we grow up into him? Let me ask again. By speaking the what? Truth in love to one another. Now, this could mean to a certain degree, and it does mean to a certain degree, it does mean, like over in verse 25 of the same chapter, it tells us that we're supposed to not lie to one another but speak the truth. It says that. It, it says it. You don't, you don't believe me? I mean, it says it. You think I don't know the word, don't you? But it says it. And, and, and um, in, in verse, chapter 4, verse 25, it says, Therefore... Laying aside falsehood, speak the truth to each one of you with his neighbor. For we are members of one another. That's what verse 25 says. Speak the truth to each other. Now, so over here in, 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 in this verse 15, it does mean that we ought to speak the truth to one another. But it doesn't mean that, well, I got some truth to tell you, and I want to tell you in love. You need to take a shower before you come to church. You know, now do we, you think he's talking about that? Because, but isn't that, isn't that what we should be doing? We shouldn't be lying to one another. We should speak the truth to one another, right? And and so it makes sense that we're supposed to speak the truth to one another in love. So I'm going to speak the truth. Is that you ought to brush your teeth, right? well, you know you, you know uh you, you need to stop uh being late to work every day. Uh, well we were talking um, yesterday said, well you know we need to speak the truth to people sometime and I said, oh, you know they said, I'll speak the truth, I'll speak the truth. Well, wait a minute, is it talking about that to a certain extent. Yes, but not in this verse is not. What is it talking about then? Let's look at it. Let's look at the context of what we're talking about. But speaking the truth in love, Agape is love. We are to grow up in all aspects in him. How are you gonna grow up in all aspects of the of God? Just just telling somebody Hard things that in a soft way, that's not going to help anybody to grow up in the fullness of Christ. It's not talking about that in this verse because he said, well, how do you know it's not? Well, I can tell you one easy way. It says that we're not to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. How in the world can we not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine? It says, but grow up in him by speaking the truth. The truth has to be a, talking about doctrine. Because it says, but speak the truth. If I'm not going to be tossed to and fro, but speak the truth, it's got to be, an, and, and I'm going to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, I need to know doctrine. I got to know doctrine. Do you think the five-fold ministry is going to be teaching uh, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teachers gonna be talking about what kind of shoes you wear, your shoes not shine. You need to wash your car, you know. I'm telling you this hard thing, you know, your car's dirty. Man, you're not gonna be growing up in no truth. That's not what it's talking about. That's not what it's talking about. We got a hunger and thirst for the truth of the word of God. Teach me the word of God, teach me some doctrine, teach me. Uh, some of the, the, the uh, when you said doctrine, what what is doctrine? Doctrine is just teachings. It's just teachings. And if I had a suitcase, and, and we say, well, uh, the doctrine of the Trinity. That means that everything that God says about the Trinity is in that suitcase, and we call that, hey, this is the doctrine of the Trinity, about the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is being there are, there are three persons in one. There's only one God, but there's three persons. So everything that, that that I can tell you about the Trinity is in this suitcase. And the, and the handle to the suitcase is what we call, hey, this is the doctrine of the Trinity. You know what I'm saying? So it, it is it's teachings on a subject matter. We need to hunger and thirst for teachings on subject, so subject matter so we will know the truth. So that when, when, when here's a win in doctrine coming, oh I see it. Here's a win in doctrine. We don't we we, we we don't fold up. We don't we're not blown up. I, I've I've seen people, and and, and uh, they I don't know why they they do this uh, thing. Say well well you know we you you're supposed to be going to church on Saturday. You're not supposed to be going on Sunday. That was a man thing. God has never said. Uh, 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 he never changed the Sabbath day from Saturday so therefore everybody that goes to church on Sunday is in sin. That's not the Sabbath. Not, that not That's not the Sabbath day. I said, hmm. You need to be. You you need to be celebrating all the feast, you need to be doing all of this because it, this is what God has pr- proclaimed. I said, oh yeah, hmm, hmm, okay. You, you you shouldn't eat pork. You shouldn't eat eat this right here because God's children they don't eat pork. Oh, I see. Hmm. Now, all that scripture in it, in the Old Testament. But it, he also said, he told me that, you know, uh, if I eat things and uh, with thanksgiving, I pray over it, give thanks to it, then I can eat. I can eat. He's cleansed all things, he said. He all things. Don't call things some unclean that he's cleansed. He says, "Don't be uh, concerned about days and moons and, and this and that." Uh, he got on the Galatians about that. He said, "Oh, you foolish Galatians, who have bewitched you? It's winds of doctrines going around." And I'm saying that be rooted and grounded in truth. Speak the truth to one another. Speak the word of God to one another. That's how we're gonna build one another up. How you gonna build me up if you don't know the word? I don't care if you eat, eat don't eat pork. I don't care if you go to church. I don't care when you go to church because you know, right? I'm not concerned about days, right? Huh? Yeah. Celebrated because you know this is the day he was resurrected, so I mean we do, it. but I go to church on Saturday. I go on Sunday. I go on Monday, I go on Wednesday, I go in the time we have church we I go you have church, let's go yeah yeah hmm. huh. we're in the doctrines. this is what it says grew up into all aspects unto him who is the head, even Christ. From whom? Verse 16. From whom? Let's stop there. From whom? Who is it? From whom? Christ. Because verse 15 ended with, grow up into all aspects unto him who is the head, even Christ. From whom? There's no verses when they're in Greek anyway and, Arabic, but we, we, we're talking about from whom is Christ. From whom the whole body. What's the, what's the, what is the subject of verse 16? Is it from whom? No, you don't start with it. When it says from whom, no, you don't start with it. The body, the whole body is not whole, but the body. The body, the body. The body what? Let's read a little further. Being fitted together and held together by what every joint supplies, and I'm going to come back to those things, according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for building itself up in love. Now, let's narrow this thing on down. The whole body, or the body, causes growth of the body. If we boil it down to subject and predicate, that's what you're saying. The body, the whole body, not just you individually, all of us, the entire body is supposed to build the body up. That's what we're supposed to be doing. How in the world? Can we as a whole body build the whole body up if you don't come to church? But once every uh, quarter. Four times a year. We need you, don't we? We need you. But the sad thing is you don't realize you need us. Right? Because you can't grow up into the fullness of Christ unless you have the other parts of the body. Because it says that the body is going to build the body up into the fullness of Christ. By speaking the truth to it, right? So if you're not part of the body, if you say, well, well, I'll come and I'll, I'll shoot in at the last minute and I'll shoot out at the first beginning, let me tell you something. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Why? Because you need to get connected to the body. You can't be just, could you imagine your arm is held together by nothing except some date tuck. Date, what's it, what you call that? Duct tape. <laughs> or some wires. You stick a screw in it. So it's not going to be in the joints, it's not going to be in the ligaments, not going to be in the tendons. I'm going to just cut your arm off and then I'm going to put a hole in it and I'm going to put a piece of wire in it or a piece of duct tape in it and then I'm going to put a hole in here and I'm going to hook it together. And that's what you're going to have. You're going to have your, you're joined to them. Right? That would be, that would be absolutely ridiculous, wouldn't it? Ridiculous. You try, you know, to try, try your best, if you could, to eat with that arm. You can't. Why can't you? You have no muscles tied to it. You have no, it has muscles on its own. It has a it of its own cells. but I guarantee you, that arm is going to die. Why is it going to die? It's not connected. It's not properly connected to the other part of the body. It is, it is important to be connected to the body. Listen to what it says here. From whom the whole body... Now, we know the subject. We know what the body does. What does the body do? Build itself up in love. Now, let's go back and find all the little little, little, little... little stuff that God could put in there. Being, the whole body, being... Fitted and held together. Being fitted and held together, not by duct tape, not by wire, because if you're going to be fitted and held together, that's a continuous process. It's a continual, it's in a, it's called a present participle, and it means continuous action. Continuous action, repeated action. It's not a one-time thing. It, it's a, it's a continual motion, continual doing, doing. It says that being fitted continually and held together continually by what one, two? How about the fivefold ministry? This doesn't say by the fivefold ministry. It says by what every. What does every mean? All. All joints supply. And and that, that means when it says joint, that joint is every part, being held together by every part. That means that it's impossible, it's impossible to be held together by duct tape, by wire. We can only be, and it's impossible. You say, well, I don't need the body of Christ. Me and my family, as far as me and my family, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to have church in the house, and this is going to be us. Ooh, you tossed to and fro by every wind You don't know the word of God. You don't know doctrine. Because the Bible says that it's impossible for you to be fitted and, and, and held together by just your little family. You can only be fit and held together by what every joint supplies. That's what it says. Every joint supplies. According to the proper working of each individual part. I, I should have the King James and the New American Standard up there at the same time on some of these. Um, But it it, it is so awesome because it says that according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body. Isn't that something? The only way we're going to grow as a body is every joint, every part, every person, every person going to do its part. That's the only way we're going to be held together. If every, and the only way we're going to be growing up into the full stature of Jesus Christ if every single person does exactly what God has called that particular person to do. In the body. Not on his own, in the body. We have to be together to carry out this. And it says... Causes the growth of the body. For for what? The building up of itself. So the body gonna build the body up in itself in love. In love. I said, oh God, my my my. This 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 is this is this, is, this changes things. This changes things. Because I I was thinking, I said, well, you know what? Our vision might, we might want to just adjust some of the words a little bit to make it a little bit more uh, politically correct or more uh, where people can remember it or something like like, that. Be connected to God, to the body, instead of saying, to the body, and say to others, and explain what others mean. But let me tell you, when I start digging into this, I say, "Ooh, this is not talking about others, just any kind of others. This is talking about the body. The body is important to God. It's important for us to be connected to God." to the body, but it's, it's the whole body. Do you, do, do, do you see what I'm trying to share with us today? Is that it is it's, it's God's vision, it's not Cornerstone's vision. Do you realize that, that, that God breathed these words and, and it's, the, it's the truth, it's the word of God, in the beginning was God and and the word was God, right? Okay, so we know that this is God. And, and, but he, he used people. And you say, well, people can make mistakes. They, they make, look, this is God breathe, but he used people to breathe his words, didn't he? And so if he's breathing his word in here, and I said, oh my goodness gracious, man, God is breathing this thing. It's God who's saying, I want you to be connected to me. Right? To me. I'm number one. Right? How do you say one in French? Er? What are you talking about? In? On? Who? Okay. So how about, how about, I can trust you, Rebecca. Hi. How about, how about Hispanic? Uno. Okay, I like that. Uno. I, uh, uno. Okay, got it. Uno. Okay, one. is that true? Come on now. He's number one. I want you to be connected to me. I'm number one. But we find out today that he says that not only I want you to be connected to me, I want you to be connected to the body. I want you to be connected by. There is no growth that can take place in this body or any other body of Christ without the body building itself up in love. The only way the body is going to build up self in love is speak the truth to one another. Right? In love. And not just, you know, well, you know, you should have combed your hair. No, not that kind of truth. Right? We're talking about give me some doctrine, man. Give me some word. Give me, give me some meat, right? So I can grow up. But please, please hear me. Do not isolate yourselves. Don't come whenever you got up early enough to come. Get yourself an alarm clock. Get yourself a parakeet. Get something that can talk. Get something that can wake you up. So you can, so you can come and get your nourishment. Because your nourishment is coming from being in the body. And if you can, come early enough to say something to the, to the other parts of your body. Right? Because we need it. Right? It would be a sad thing my arm hasn't seen this other arm in years. Right? Right? No. We need each other, so we want to minister to one another. Right? Now, 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 you know, those who are not guests, you know that I'm not... Everything that I say today has a foundation of what I've said before. Right? We build... And you might not have heard all those things... People who have been here long enough know that I'm not talking about that if you're sick, roll over, come to the, come church, and cough all over everybody and give us diseases. You know I'm not talking about that, right? You know I'm not talking about, well, here's, i got to go to work, but the pastor said that if I'm going to be built up in the body and grow up in the statue of God, I can't go to work on time. Uh, I, I, I sacrifice to come to church. But then I need to get to work, you know, by, by 1.30 so I can't go because he said we need to stay in fellowship a little bit with the body. Come on. There's nobody who believes that that's been to this body in a length of time. You hear what I'm saying? So for the guests, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those people who don't like necessarily to interact with people. Right, we have those in the body, don't we? And and it's okay because God made you that. way. it's okay. Right? It's okay. What I was saying is just hang around for about one minute instead of you know thirty seconds. Just add thirty seconds to it. You know? Right? Say something to somebody. Right? Now I could I could bring you I can you know, Pastor John to say Elder, 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 John. Haven't you said yourself sometime that you, you know, if you have your way sometime, you just right on out? You know, uh, he's not necessarily a uh, what do you call it, a personality, eye type personality, a social butterfly. You know, some people are social butterflies. They just they just like to light over everybody. You know, just go from place to place. Well, Elder John is not the one so social butterfly. Butterfly, me either. Me either. I'm not. I'm very content to go home and not come out of my door. Really. Ask my wife. Ask my neighbor. On our vacation, I am very content. I don't care. We can go to, uh, which we've been to, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, you know, and and go to Sight and Sound Theater. Man, I can stay in that hotel room all day long. doesn't bother me. I can have a staycation at home because I told y'all we have staycation. I can staycation at home and you won't see me if you live across the street. Right. Because I don't need to see people. I really don't. But now, I know that it is important to for God because God is in us, right? I can't be what Willie taylor wants to be i got to be what god wants me to be so therefore i got to stretch on out of this Willie taylor mode and 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 you know minerva said hey man i didn't come on vacation in this hotel room to sit up in here all day long let's go out and let's let's go some let's go uh, sightseeing let's do something you know right okay sweetheart Okay. I got to stretch, right? We all have to stretch, don't we? We all have to stretch. It, it, is the body important now? Is it, is it important to be connected to the body? How about just two or three people? Because, hey, I, you know, I like y'all. So what we'll do, I'll just get together with y'all, right? Is that what, is that what I taught this morning? No, it's got to be what? every Joint supplier. I need everybody. The ones that you don't like, you need them. Right? The ones you can do without, uh uh-uh. uh. You can't do without. You see what I'm saying? Because we need one another. Let's stand. God's good, isn't he? He's good. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church.